0: Hey bestie, it's Maggie. We're coming up on one year of Unstable Topics, the podcast. To celebrate, Sarah and I are each picking our favorite episodes from 2023 to reshare with you. I don't know what she's picking, but my choice was easy. Episode 52, wear a knock-off juicy track suit. This episode first aired in the summer, and I remember listening to it on a plane ride home with my family. Even though I was a part of recording it, when I was listening to it, I kept audibly giggling because it is super silly there's a putin on the ritz that makes me laugh every time i put parmesan on my pizza there's a fact from sarah that legitimately surprised me more than anything she's ever done for me including sending me a singing telegram chicken unannounced on my birthday it is a good one and i hope you enjoy this re-airing of episode 52 it's unstable topic
1: with sarah and maggie This is Unstable Topics. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. So recently, we released our uh, Yard of the Month teaser. And when we filmed that, something that I felt was very unstable was uh, this juicy tracksuit suit knockoff that I had to find because it's very much like on brand. This film is happening in 2004. This was, you know... Key pop culture moment. You and need the velour. You needed the velour. And what I was not expecting was how much I enjoyed wearing it. And now you weren't
0: expecting. Did you have one? But I did originally? not.
1: I I did not. No. You I, never had. one I, in I the never early had. Did never had one. Oh. Uh, I didn't feel because that time was also like. Let's. It's all over your booty. It's a juicy. Like, that was the trademark, like, over your booty. And then, remember, pink had his thing. Yeah. And I don't remember. I was in college, graduated college in 2005. Never owned a velour tracksuit. No, it wasn't my brand. And so now I'm like, this is kind of comfortable.
0: It could be your brand now. I don't. I think it might have to be. It is this this fall when the weather cools down Yeah, and then early spring. You're going to pull that out and you're oh. going to – yeah. Um, it's just a joke. Like just walking around your house, and then you're gonna be like, I just I just gotta go to the grocery store, and then before you know it, you are a cool mom.
1: Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to walk Walter up to school in this velour tracksuit, and all the moms be like, "Wow, I feel like I can now wear my velour tracksuit out in public too." And so the next day there's more velour tracksuits because mm-hmm. it's coming back fortunately or unfortunately wherever you stand on that equation
0: i think for when it comes to comfort listen we went through a global pandemic and we decided that we can wear sweatpants whenever we want mm-hmm. and i think as a society we have decided that if it's comfortable you should wear it and it is objectively true that velour tracksuits are comfortable and therefore here into fourth you should be able to wear a tracksuit. It is stated. It is
1: fact. I completely agree. The only, my only caveat is that they're a little too low for me. I I, oh. I was mm-hmm. reluctant to get into the high waisted trend that started, what, like a decade ago now? But you once know, you did. But once I did and became a mother, I'm like, this is very nice for me and my body. Mm -hmm. i'm not into this super high because my body proportions that style does not work for me but this juicy knockoff that i got on amazon by the way came with the top and the bottoms for like 30 bucks it's like get it i'm like wow it actually makes my booty look good i'm like i'm like digging it and it's pink you know and i like you said i think this might be my new brand
0: And you know what you just need is since they're not high-waisted, you just need like a fitted white tank, like Mm -hmm. a long – an extra long tank Mm -hmm. that goes down and, you know, like that feel, that early 2000s
1: feel. Absolutely. (sighs) I'm
0: so happy for you. I feel like – discovery.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm waiting for you to get yours because I think that comes next. And then I'm waiting for us to then – we'll have a photo shoot in our – Tracksuits because yeah. we did do a photo shoot in tutus and I feel like this is just an evolution of that this is
0: this is for sure I don't have a tracksuit. I do have my tie-dye matching hoodie and sweatpant mm-hmm. combo that I bought in 2020 that yes. is also similar it's aligned but I'll get I'll get a track suit I'll get one of those should I also get pink or should I get like
1: yellow or should I, don't, I get blue? that's a great question I don't know that's a really great question um, you can get a different shade of pink. There are different shades of could pink. get like the light pink.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so many options. You're I should sorry. really or have some fun.
1: Hey, in the show notes, we'll put the link. So anybody who wants to join. Also, you can join the Creekside Garden oh, Club yeah. too. You know what?
0: You know what? I'm going to get this tracksuit, but I'm also going to get myself a sweatshirt for Creekside Garden Club. Creeksidegardenclub.com.
1: I... Honestly, Maggie, I cannot wait to rock the white sweatshirt when it's cold. I know.
0: It's very, also very 2004, but in like a classy Nantucket way.
1: 100%. Uh, so classy Nantucket makes me think of the fact I have ready for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you ready for your fact, Maggie? Of course. In 1780, two Scottish doctors invented the prototype of the chainsaw, not to cut down trees or clear debris. No. John Atkin and James V. Jeff Ray... Invented the hand crank chainsaw to cut through the pelvises of delivering mothers who are oh. having trouble pushing their babies uh, yes. out.
0: Sarah, we were talking about Nantucket.
1: <laughs> I know, that's what made this it This wasn't funny. supposed to be
0: about cutting pelvises. Sarah, can you, can you believe Sarah, it? That took such a turn. <laughs> We've talked about Scotland being home to narwhals and unicorns and magical things. And so you're starting like, oh, we're not cutting down trees. And I was like, what could they be cutting? Like little little holes into into the hillside to make places for fairies? What could they possibly be doing? And then you come at me, your whole tone changed. Everything got scary. The sun, a cloud went over the sun. There was thunder. I'm horrified by this fact.
1: Sarah. Oh man, I am like my my side hurts from laughing. (laughs) You are sick out. You are sick (laughs) out. I'm not the sicko. The doctors are the sicko that created a chainsaw. Oh my gosh. Let that sink in. The chainsaw that we now use <laughs> to clear the breeze. I don't want to let that sink trees in. I don't. to help, help. And I use that term very loosely, women give birth. They created a tool to cut into women's bodies to help men are so out. scared of childbirth men are so
0: terrified of childbirth that they will literally invent a chainsaw because they don't think that women can give birth and it's like i'm sorry my dude just because you can't like get a paper cut without thinking you need to amputate your entire finger does not mean i can't push a baby out of my hoo-ha and recover and be fine
1: oh my gosh isn't that the truth that's exactly what it was They're do you like, think they This is too hard for them. This is too hard for the women. We must invent a tool to cut their bodies into shambles so the baby can come out. This is too hard. And like they
0: literally walk into like this woman giving birth and she's like, you get the heck away from me with that.
1: Uh, I see you with that tool. I see what you're doing. You go back. You turn around and go put that up. You know what you could do with that tool? Go cut down a tree. And then they're like, oh.
0: I'm glad we don't even attempt the Scottish accent.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, no, Because here's the thing. It can be Scottish. It could be uh, American. Australian. It could be Canada. It doesn't matter where these dudes are from. It, it All that matters is two dudes who are, were doctors thought they would be helpful. Here, let me help this woman out by getting the baby out of the body with a chainsaw. And by the way, his name is James. I added the Jeffrey because it's J-E-F-F-R-A-Y.
0: Oh, that's how you spell Jeffrey in Scottish? No, that's Jeffrey. Jeffrey.
1: No, I just, Jeffrey. 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 Jeffrey, Jeffrey,
0: Jeffrey, get away from me with that.
1: (laughs) James, Jeffrey, stop it. Stop it. You take that chainsaw and you just go away.
0: James, Jeffrey, I said I did not need your help on this. I said, you've got me into this mess. You can go get yourself out of it.
1: My body is made from babies, Jeffrey.
0: James, Jeffrey.
1: James, Jeffrey. So I'm sorry I jarred you with that, Maggie.
0: Yeah, you really
1: did. I I feel accomplished, though. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I've done my job as your bestie in this podcast to lay out something really unstable. Truly,
0: the most unstable.
1: So we just talked about how these two Scottish doctors invented the chainsaw, essentially to cut open women who are having a hard time pushing their babies out. what's something you what what's a tool or gadget that's intended for one thing that you use for something else
0: mm, yeah my teeth I use them not just to eat and chew things but to open stuff Ugh, you do I do oh it drives I use me it nuts. as another
1: I use it as another hand Wow. Jamie I know does that drives me nuts. And then so Walter sees it. I'm like, "Guys, you're going to pull your teeth out." Yeah, I know. It's something that is a very it's
0: not it's not a stable thing I do, but I got to say I do it. It's uh I'm not a crow or something. You know, I'm not like finding tools and using them for something. I'm just using my own.
1: What do you use? What do I use? I was just trying to think about that. What's something that's intended for one thing and I use for something else? I feel
0: like oh, I have another one. Oh, what's yours? Like receipts or pieces of paper. I use them to clean my fingernails. I fold them into little tiny triangles and I clean my fingernails.
1: is <laughs> good, Maggie.
0: Uh-huh. Um, when I was in middle school, I, you know, it was like in the early 2000s, which you talked about, and uh, I wasn't, really I don't think I was supposed to really tweeze my eyebrows, but I would use toenail clippers and tweez- <laughs>
1: How would you even – like would you just clip your eyebrows or would you like – No, I would pull – I'd get it
0: really gently and pull it out because it was before smartphones and like before being on the internet all the time. So I just had a lot of time on my hands to make my eyebrows look like tiny caterpillars on my head.
1: I don't even know the type of skill that would required for you not to clip it all the way but just slightly grab it enough so it doesn't cut it. I'm very talented. What about you? What do you what tools? You know, I'm thinking this through and I don't know, like usually like maybe when I'm, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know on top of my head. I don't know because I like to use things for their intended purpose. You know, that's the type of person I am.
0: And I like to be like, ah, I can't find the thing that I need for this. I'll use my teeth. Welcome to Putin on the Ritz the segment where Sarah and Maggie speak in bad Russian accents and share a Ritz Cracker recipe from the internet. Sarah, this recipe is easy and delicious, and of course includes Ritz Crackers as the star of the show. It is called Zesty Baked Ritz Crackers. You simply cover your crackers in melted butter, pepper them with a little ranch seasoning and parmesan and then parmesan parmesan i apologize i have a frog in my throat
1: Parmesan. parmesan
0: parmesan and then and then you bake and enjoy
1: oh hello Hello! Wow, I heard that frog in throat, and I was like, "Oh no, that is not me. That is someone else." I <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so hard sometimes when I am telling a recipe, my mouth starts salivating, salivating so because much, it sounds
1: so good.
0: That then, when I go to continue reading, sometimes <laughs> I get the frog in my throat. And I say things like, Mom is that.
1: <laughs> wow, this recipe is one for the moocs. Yes, yes, yes. It's one that would warm me up in the cold, but also a nice treat for afternoon. Because it's so simple. It's so simple. So simple. simple. It's just
0: really three of my favorite things. It is a four of my favorite things: the Ritz cracker, which we love. It is the butter, which make everything better. Butter is better. better. Butter is better. Ranch seasoning. Ranch seasoning, which delicious. Yeah. And then, of course. Parmesan.
1: <laughs> well, wow. have you tried this recipe? I no, wonder no. if the Parmesan cheese, Parmesan? If, it, if it's if it's because it's so sharp, yeah, ah, it's so yeah. sharp with the ranch. It yeah. makes it nice and like a good flavor meld in mouth. Mm. Like if you were to use a gouda, it would be too too loose. Yes, you know, the Parmesan yes. is really more of a of a a sharp sharpness.
0: Sharpness.
1: The parmesan.
0: <laughs> the parmesan is so delicious because it's like a sprinkling, like just a little snowflake. Gouda's too heavy. Mozzarella oh, too, heavy. too so stretchy.
1: The, the, the sound of gouda is so heavy. It's heavy, it's heavy on your throat. It's gouda. Yes, good, good, yes, I
0: have, yes. Gouda is good, but
1: not it's good, for, yes, not not a yes. I'm very excited for Ritz to give us money for promoting their crackers with all these delicious ingredients.
0: Yes, yes. Everyone, go home and make zesty baked Ritz crackers with butter, Ritz crackers, ranch seasoning, and Parmesan, and let us know what you think. Does this sound yummy? Ah.
1: Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. Experts agree that squeaky toys offer dogs a way to connect with their natural prey drive because it mimics the sound of a scared or injured animal, which immediately activates the urge to hunt.
0: I have to admit, I was holding my breath for how this was going to turn horrible. (laughs) And it didn't. I kind of knew that. I knew that. Really? So I had... Two dogs. Now I only have one. Rest in peace, Tessa. We miss you, uh, Tessa. Who is was a great, great dog. She's a Catahula, which is a hunting breed. But when she had squeaky toys and little stuffed toys, she took care of them like her babies. She loved these dolls. She had them for like her whole life. And she would just nibble them on their fur, like clean them up, love them, kept them on her bed. Fabulous mother. We adopt Della. Who is not a hunting dog. Della is a, a lap dog. She's a chihuahua. She's, she's just dumb and delightful. <laughs> Della comes into our home and immediately rips the squeaky hearts out of all of Tessa's babies. Tessa then roamed the house crying. Crying. And just looking at her babies. I called Kyle, who was at work. I was sobbing and I was like, this dog that we have adopted has murdered our grandchildren. And honestly, it was so devastating. Tessa has since gone on, crossed the Rainbow Bridge. I hope that she is reunited with her stuffed babies. Della is still alive, still wreaking havoc in our lives, pooping and peeing places she shouldn't, just being, you know, this this princess of a puppy. Wow. Anyways. I, I don't really have a lesson or moral to that. that it's just is, really depressing.
1: That, see, look, I, I, my fact was, you know, fine. You were holding your breath. I should have been prepared for that story. I didn't realize Della had, had done that. That's so sad. I will say that the, one of the initial facts was like they put squeaky toys, squeaks and toys for dogs to mimic the sound their prey makes when they catch them. Right. yes Yes. and i'm like that's too harsh similarly we had two dogs baxter and lady squirrel lady squirrel is still with us baxter has gone over the rainbow bridge homeboy man he was mischievous to a t and he was very much like della if there was a squeaker in it you know what that dog would do tear it apart tear it apart till he got that little squeaker out and then he just walk around the house with the squeaker squeaking it and lady squirrel doesn't want anything to do with anything
0: yeah she's like just let them live like what do you we're domesticated animals
1: lady squirrel is not allowed on one of the couches and by not allowed on i mean if we're not home she obviously gets up on the couch but we're home and we're in another in, in another room. She's obviously up on that couch. But the moment we walk into that room and see her, we get her off the couch. And then when that happens, she goes into this leather, rec- this leather recliner that we specifically bought for Jamie for his first Father's Day. Jamie does not sit in that chair anymore because our dog, Lady Squirrel, sits in it
0: it's her throne
1: it's her throne and 100 percent. she's like we have the good life i sit in this recliner all day i go outside when i when i demand it i get fed i don't need to be
0: chasing fictional creatures little stuffed animals pretending that they're gonna what harm me that my that my people want this no 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 lady squirrel and lady squirrel has some sense about her
1: Ay, vey, that dog, man. So we established that this squeak in these toys kind of gets a dog thinking it's... hunting, Hunted. What's a sound, Maggie, that sets you off?
0: Like gets me wanting to hunt
1: things? Uh, it can be hunt things or agitated or excited. Mmm. I would say like a sudden
0: scream out of nowhere like if my kids are playing and then all of a sudden I hear like yeah and it's like maybe a little exaggerated like doesn't fit the mm-hmm. scream doesn't fit the crime yep that gets me that gets my blood pressure up right you know for sure i would say that that and it's similar to like a dog toy squeak you know it's like yeah. a small creature making a loud noise as uh-huh. if it is being hunted and that makes me be like Ugh!
1: Yeah, mine is when my husband chews cereal or anything crunchy too closely to me. Mm, that mm-hmm. sound, I'm like, it gets, it makes my blood boil and like the back of my neck hair stand on edge because I'm just like, stop it, stop it, do not. Is it the is it the crunch or is it the crunch mixed with the the liquid? It's all of it. It's. The sound it makes when you put the food in your mouth, because there's like a gasp of air, you know, the, because oh, I'm putting food in my mouth, then the crunching, but it's echo chamber within your cheeks. So it's not like a clear, like cute chip bite. It's like, this, right. wham, wham, wham. and then it's like all of it together, the lips moving. And I'm like, it's just too much for any one person to handle that sound.
0: I get it. I get that for sure.
1: I love my husband, but just don't chew next to me. Yeah,
0: go chew in the other room on your leather recliner.
1: That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And
0: share this episode with a friend.
1: Maybe even your bestie.
0: Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Mm, Bye. Peace.